2: Welcome to another episode of IGN Unfiltered, our monthly interview show where we sit down with the best, brightest, most interesting minds in the video game industry. And uh, today, this month's episode is a first. I have not one but two excellent (laughs) and fascinating minds. uh, And they are inexplicably linked, both uh, biologically and professionally as well. Chad Moldenhauer, Jared Moldenhauer, they are uh, two members of Studio MDHR, makers of the very, very excellent 2017 hit, Cuphead, Which, if you haven't seen it, stop this video, go look it up on YouTube right now, and you will be immediately entranced. Uh, Everybody else, now that we're all caught up, you've unpaused. Guys, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for
3: having us. This is awesome.
2: So, uh, the two of you have worked together, along with other family members, which we'll get to, on Cuphead. A 14-person team. Yes, You're done. The game's out. Everybody loves it. I want to walk through the whole story, because your story... Even the what little bit I know is fascinating, so I want to learn a lot more right now. I want to start, though, rewinding and just asking, did you guys get along as
0: kids? To be sitting here now, you made a game together.
2: Did, was the relationship always good, the brotherly relationship?
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. think... I mean, there's always something. Like, sure. older brothers are bound to maybe... maybe beat on you a little beat bit? Beat on you just a little <laughs> bit. Take out something. Like, maybe <laughs> maybe you became the, the slave who had to run to hit the paws on the Sega Master System. But the one day you hit reset while he was just near the end of the game, like, (laughs) a little bit of physical violence, but brotherly physical violence occurred. But nothing that we hold any negative ill will towards each other.
3: And throughout life, we've just, we've always enjoyed, you know, most of the same things and talked the whole time, so it's been a...
2: So you've clearly that was my next question is, is did you guys grow up playing games, and it sounds like the answer is an absolute yes there yes
3: yeah, a hundred percent or more like did you guys grow up aside from playing games Maybe,
2: <laughs> maybe is the correct question well what uh, what what games and systems were in the house what were what were I imagine probably you grew up as I did in the era of uh, of two player co-op games, which you've just made one <laughs> yep. w- were those uh, the popular ones in the house because you could both play or I think initially the Sega Master System
3: was like our mainstay and our that's how we got really into video games. It doesn't really have a ton of no, two player. Yeah, it wasn't really two player
0: oriented, which means that if I if there were, I'd always be second player, but also second player in life. <laughs> like, I'm gonna take just one more turn, but yours is coming pretty soon. Pretty yes. soon. <laughs> I'm gleaning from this that, that Chad, you're
2: the older brother yep. in that scenario. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now were you were you ostracized in the neighborhood because you had a Sega Master System and not a Nintendo? Because you know pre Genesis, that was you know the the battle lines were clear. Like you had to have a Nintendo. Who had a Master System?
3: (laughs) Yes. No, we everybody we told was like, we what is that? We never (laughs) even heard of that. Is that like a Sears Canada video game or
0: something? Except for Chris Madigan, the honorary Moldenhauer who did our soundtrack. Lived oh, yeah. down the street and also had a master system, <laughs> so there's something about that uh, that brought us all yes. together. Yeah.
2: So one one of the members of your your, your soundtrack uh, artist is is a is a oh, basically uh, a lifetime friend.
3: Yes. Yeah, yeah. And we consider him a Moldenhauer. But yeah, we've
2: also got your wife as a as an artist and producer on the game. Yes. And then did, I think you were telling me earlier that you got a cousin or two. Two cousins. Pro- two cousins on yep. the project as well.
3: Yeah. Ryan and Tyler. Yeah. That is. That and all incredible. of
0: us were like nearly located in the same place but like it was common for us to have weekend after weekend of being on the same couch playing the same games yeah. Yeah. watching the same movies like so much easier to like communicate when you know and like all the very similar things yeah
3: well, that was our crew, like our, yeah, our main absolute crew. Growing up,
0: were you are are,
2: are were you guys and the cousins uh, of about the same age? So you're all kind of into the same stuff, or yeah, close enough, yeah, within
3: yeah. two years of yeah. each other.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so, what what did you guys want to be when you grew up? Because part of your story, which we're going to get to, is you know you, you've you you did not you've not been making games for <laughs> your entire adult lives. So we'll get to that. But so, what was the initial desire when you want when you were growing up?
3: I think as younger kids, uh, I definitely, and I think you did too, we, we we didn't, at the time, we knew that we couldn't make games just because where we lived, you know, there was no games industry and the idea of working on games was, like, impossible. We had the fantasy yeah. of, like, how cool would it be if we made
2: a game? And the tools weren't good enough back no. then where you could do something from home, which you've now done.
0: Yes. But... So yeah, it was it was a pipe dream.
3: Yeah, no, definitely a pipe dream, but we held on to it for all our lives like
0: we held on to it as something it would be amazing to do. But I mean, I don't even know if I have an answer for the secondary like when I was a kid, what did I actually think I would have done when yeah. I'm older? Uh,
3: although I did I, don't I, don't I did write either. a letter I did write a letter to Sega to design their next system a- true. after true. That's true. Yeah. Yep. I told them it should be the trigenesis and it'd have three processors. It probably would have gone better than the Saturn. Yeah, which you think is funny, but then the Saturn came out.
2: <laughs> so, uh, so after either high school or college, I'm not sure where your or your uh, how far your education goes. Wh- what did what did you guys end up doing? Where, what what were you guys before Cuphead and, and Studio MBHR came together?
0: Uh, I was for the longest time working for my father's company. Uh, likely would have taken it over if Cuphead didn't <laughs> sneak in there on <laughs> a plan. But pouring concrete, doing construction work.
3: And I, I ran a small web design marketing firm, like a really like boutique company. So, so
2: lots lots of designy stuff. Interesting. So very very white collar, very blue collar. Right? Yes. You guys are it's almost almost opposites in
0: that regard. Well I did I started at, yeah, at the company. Also too. did work construction yeah. with us for a long time. I think almost Every Moldenhauer in that area—it's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like a duty, like to fulfill your bloodline. At least one or two years, year, but yeah. most people have done like five. Right? Is—is
2: is, uh, if I go to your hometown, is—is is, uh, the family name like well known? Is the business? Yeah, actually, wow, absolutely.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, father yeah. and uncle. The the That's name cool. Moldenhauer could have been like the name for all of concrete, but uh. I think they had more intentions to keep, like, smaller companies and keep the quality higher, which is why also they still, the the, the voice murmurs of being like, we need to pour a wall or a basement, and they're like, get a mold in <laughs> <laughs> well, the hour. The, well,
2: the quality over quantity thing, it's it, it, funny. It, it, yeah, it passed, passed, passed down, it's down to us. Yep. I'm <laughs> seeing where it's coming from in Cuphead. Uh, so, okay, so uh, construction and marketing firm, uh, were you guys... Were you guys happy doing that? Doing your respective... I talks? like it. Yeah. I like, I like it. laboring.
0: Like, There's something about physically creating something. And also about being out in the sun yeah. and fresh air daily. Yes. That's really exciting to me. I also like... I'll learn to. But I hate exercising. But I like to be in shape. So <laughs> then I'm like... Catch 20. If I can get paid to like do something physical and then it kind of balances it out... But now I'm going to learn how to, like, shed shed the computer weight soon. Maybe he can teach me how to go to the gym. <laughs> yes.
3: And, yeah, I I loved what I was doing, too. It was really designy. But I think both of us, we didn't have, like, a, we must escape our jobs and make no. something we love. Well, was,
2: that's, you know, because I, I, I can imagine maybe you would. So so that leads perfectly to the next question, then, is where does Studio MDHR come from? Whose idea was it to, to actually go hey, we loved games as a kid. Let's do this. Who, where did this come from? Well, I think the, the,
3: we always wanted to make a game just as that fantasy. Yeah. And then the real spark came after the initial indie game explosion. So Castle Crashers, Super Meat Boy, Braid. So the 360 era. Yes. And that we saw like these small teams working on these really cool games. Yeah. And you know, that sparked the conversation, what if we could do something like this?
0: Well, and because we had thought about this... A lot of times before, we also, like, not a game, not a complete thing, not like Cuphead or was near ready to ship or anything, but had previously worked on... Some prototypes. Some prototypes and, like, getting demo levels and a feeling and a design done for it, and it seemed impossible at that time to be like... You know, you'd be like, I kind of really like what we have here. This could potentially go somewhere, but there was no indie scene, so you could... Make meetings and do things like he yeah. went down to yeah the GDC. GDC
3: in yeah 2001 I think
0: yeah yeah
3: because this was this was way before the the actual indie right. scene right this is when you needed to sign with a publisher and have a huge plan and no real the only indie games at the time were like real one arcade. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I don't know if you were married or anything at the time. But like, nope. did your so did your parents or family think you were insane when you're like, I'm going down to San Francisco to this game developer thing, and I'm not a game developer.
0: No, not really. No? Like a, not even like not even a hesitation. Yeah, Just like a. Oh, that I, sounds yeah, nice. That if that you guys want to work cool. on a game? You yeah. should try
2: that out. When when uh, when you started the studio, did your parents think
0: you were insane or because you get especially
2: you're getting the whole family involved?
0: Are they like, what what are you doing? Or well, it was never. Like, it was never thought from the beginning that we're, like, we're going to name this Studio MDHR, and it's Studio Moldenhauer, which means we only employ (laughs) Moldenhauers. We were just, like, let's start a company and try to work on a game and work on a concept to something, and if we know it it seems like something we want to do, we were determined to fulfill, like, that passion, that dream to be, like, before we're dead, we're making a game that we like irregardless. Of any size, like, we would have finished a smaller game, shipped it out. If nobody heard about it, then I would have went back to Pouring Concrete and been like, I'm really glad we did that. Yeah. yeah, yes. and, it, and it started really small.
3: So there was no, like, we're going to start this Studio Moldenhauer company. Right. And, you know, everybody's working, and this is awesome. It was just, you know, the two of us and a developer just prototyping and still working other jobs full time.
2: So t- t- tell me about these prototypes that you are talking about, Jared, the... Uh you know pre cuphead pre studio
0: when when you were just sort of experimenting with like hey can we do this well Oddly enough, it was basically a running gun. <laughs> yeah. So I've been mean, like, that idea, I guess, from 2000 still yeah. somehow lingered or came back to us. Yep. But it was a different game, and we thought that it would get more of an audience at that point. We wanted to do 2D, but we're like, we got to get in somehow. Yeah. We're like, let's make a 3D game where we still get 2D side-scrolling levels, but interspersed is more of a 3D environment to explore, and we wanted to kind of get a Contra feel within that, but sort of like a Robotron uh, vibe of not quite top-down shooter, but keep that pacing up for yeah. the 3D sections. You're ruining our next game idea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but, but I think the cool thing about that prototype was we still love traditional media and traditional art, so all of the textures for that game were hand-colored by pencil. Color. Oh, wow. So we kind of were going after what Yoshi's Island started yeah. with pixel art, but yep. try to put that in as actual,
0: like... Yeah, I still think it actually looks, especially if you date it back to being, like, 2000, I yes. think it looks really cool. Oh, I would totally agree. Yeah, absolutely.
2: So, uh, start, start the company, and is, was you were just doing the art yourself at first, is that correct? Yeah, that was the whole idea.
3: We we're, were just going to do this as a small team, and we had like we came up with this super dream scope that was awesome. We knew we could never do it. So we just said, let's make this small little game. Mm. Eight bosses. It's just going
0: like, to be... Like, commit to being like, we will finish this game irregardless. It doesn't matter how much it takes us. It doesn't matter, like, if it catches on when it does. Like, yep. we will just start this and see it to completion. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what, at
2: what point does uh, Microsoft come into the picture? As far as relative to your lives and where you know, the, going full time with the studio and leaving your jobs behind where, where does it get serious? It cut so we,
3: we put the game out for IGF in 2013 and Microsoft contacted us shortly after seeing like the yeah. trailer. Independent of the, Games or, Festival. Yes, yeah. the Independent Games Festival. And on Christmas Eve is when we got contacted of like, hey you heard of the ID program maybe this is something we can talk about and it took you know a few months and we signed with Microsoft but that wasn't like the big aha moment we still we still wanted a smaller game and then E3 2014 hit and it was just that f- 4 second teaser yeah and it, it, well, it, we were all like what the hell was that yes <laughs> but it wasn't like this massive explosion it was just like a good you know, a, a good Jeez. noise, a good noise about the game yeah. to us. So, we decided to make the game slightly bigger at that point. Fast forward to E three two thousand fifteen, and the reaction to that was just like floored us.
2: Yeah, that I have it written down. Uh, so it was a two point nine million views on that on that twenty fifteen trailer. Yes. What? Uh, are you shocked by that? that. <laughs> or,
0: or well, you just shocked me now. I was like, <laughs> oh, it almost three million views. <laughs> <laughs> ha. Huh.
3: Well, that, <laughs> that floored us so much that we started talking about, what if we went back to our dream scope that we had and and started doing this? And but what's it going to take? Yeah, like, Should we, you know, we can start yeah, looking yeah. at remortgaging the homes and quitting our jobs and kind of...
0: It, and that's what I want to zero in. But go ahead, Jared. Yeah, please. Yeah, it's just like having the opportunity and realizing to expand. Because when you initially talk, you go... The game could be like this big, but you're like feasibly with us working full time and doing something. Right. Let's let's aim for something that we'll complete. Yeah, but each one of the E3s was definitely like we were always trying to pick something we were willing to part with. Like we're making this game regardless, but how much money can we just comfortably be like this? We'll finish it, and then <laughs> we walk away, and whatever happens, happens. Yes. So each one of those times it was like a more comfortable and logical way to be like, I think we can up It seemed
2: like less risk. Yeah, it would be. To us, it felt essentially like less risk. So, less risk. Okay, so when Chris... I, I don't know if it's Chris Charla personally that calls you guys or reaches out, because he gets the idea at Xbox. No, it was, it was Alexi, but Is, he's... Okay, yeah. so you get it doesn't get doesn't it doesn't feel serious right then when microsoft has has reached out you know a you know the major first party publishers we might have problems <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> no it felt more serious as in this is so awesome that it's not going to just yeah, like, this just will be, be an official game yeah it'll be an official yeah. game now but in our minds it was still this super small tiny game that we we're going to finish so right. it didn't it didn't trigger any you know bring in additional yeah, scope I think or anything
0: that feeling of knowing the or, like, being, like, we're committed to finishing the small scope. Yeah. And then being, like, we've already made peace with that 100% that it was amazing to be, like, oh, we're going to finish the small scope and it's going to get published. Yeah. But it didn't, for some reason, change anything in our head where, at that point, to be, like, and now let's triple the scope just because we got signed. Yeah. We're, like, well, that seems feasible. Yeah. So, I mean,
2: were you... Have you guys stayed gamers your whole lives? Have you continued to play games since Not childhood? I've or had, had sort of the, those the real-world and adulthood jobs and things sort of derailed your gaming career?
3: Um, it, I think after high school, of course, it derails the six- or seven-hour days of gaming. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> but I, I stayed gaming my entire life right up until Cuphead Project started.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, the Cuphead Project is the only dead space in there. Uh, I spent a significant amount of time in the arcade and I still like I compulsively collect older games but yeah. I also have the feeling of like I want to beat them and collect them so like the current one that I'm trying to 100% finish is the Sega Master System one but I also want to say that I beat every game on it as well and oh, so wow. far I'm at like 98% of all of it wow. complete. <laughs>
2: So did you did you even have an Xbox when you signed with Microsoft? Did either one of
0: you have an Xbox? Nope, N- nope, no. <laughs> I stopped buying after PlayStation. PlayStation Two, probably. Oh, I inherited a PlayStation Two. I stopped okay. buying at PlayStation One era, and then I did inherit a PlayStation Two, which I ended up playing a large portion of retro games on it. Yeah. So it was
2: I would have to imagine if you're still kind of playing, and it's clearly this you know this bullet hell two D side scrolling. Uh, genre is near and dear to you guys. Uh, are you, I'm going to guess, like you're probably big fans of Way Forward and some of these other studios that are, that are, that's sort of their pedigree is, is the same thing? Or, or is it, are you just not even necessarily that f- laser focused on? who's doing what and what's going on in the games industry. Yeah, in the last five years, we've been pretty... Horribly out of the loop.
0: Yeah. Like, you could say anything that everybody should know that happened in the last five years, and I'd be like, I didn't hear that. Yeah. Right, so, you know, Microsoft bought Nintendo, and
2: Cuphead's going to be coming on Switch now. Yes, <laughs> you <know. Yeah>. you, <laughs> did, you, did you hear? Yeah, I think we heard, <laughs> we, we heard that, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so you touched on the mortgaging of the house and the leaving of the of the day jobs. Jared, when you're when you're pouring concrete during the day, are you just designing? Are, are you thinking? Sometimes. thinking stuff, just just working on design in your head while you're working.
0: It depends on what the task is. Like, if it was something that I could do as just second nature, like if I'm like I'm going to be wheeling for the next three hours, then I could like tune out my brain and be like. I better come up with something so when I get back, there's kind of a loose concept for what the next boss will be. And then at least I can pitch it to Chad and be like, should change from this to this to this. I don't have quite a strong visual down, but I've got a few ideas that might work. And then, you know, we talk for a bit at the night, try to get some things done. Then you would wake up, (laughs) redo it again. And, and uh, Chad, are you sitting? You know, I'm guessing it sounds like desk
2: job type of scenario yep. that you're up to. Are you? Do you have like a, a a Word doc or a spreadsheet that you're you're supposed to be doing your work? The but you've got, work. But you've got maybe like the, the a design doc or something open that you're working on throughout well, the day. I had a
3: lot of different clients, so that yeah. you know projects had different deadlines. But I could always you know work on a few client projects, sneak in some cuphead work, <laughs> so it wouldn't have to be right at the end of the day. Like if I felt fresher to do it right in the beginning of the day, I actually had that option to work on Cuphead for a
2: bit and then jump back to so the real job. Where, where does Cuphead himself and the character and the, and the world, where does that come from?
3: It's just our, that just comes from a ton of brainstorming and us wanting to have a character that feels like it's from the 1930s.
0: And,
2: and look at this guy! He's and cool, how cool, how great is that character? Well, we're super proud of. Yes, this. it's just like it was a how lot of like, that?
0: iteration and time to to even like brainstorm and come up with new angles. And like one of the things is like how many things have been done in cartoons and video games makes it problematic to have something original and something that yeah, stands out. Yeah. So, I mean, a large portion of it is like also Chad's capability to just churn out ideas. Like, he's done his work for the day, but he's going to take time to be like, I'm going to just try to make 100 characters, see if anything sticks and we tried it, everything but we knew things like the animals were almost completely taken like cartoons and video games <laughs> has, yeah. like, destroyed it. Now right, you can yeah. still take an animal and make it work and I'm not saying all oh, games can't have animals in them and still feel unique. <laughs> but, but feel like Banjo no, and, uh, Oh my god just <laughs> and the Kamikaze <laughs> Squirrel and, oh. But it still has that problem where it, it works and it still attracts kids and you can't it doesn't have to be perfectly original, but at the same time, we wanted perfectly original instead yeah. of saying, This is a really cool animal that's not used, but we gave them a unique patch over here. <laughs> yeah. And their family logo is somehow attached <laughs> to their wrist with a scarf. And you're like, It's just accessories on a similar <laughs> character that's already existed for 50 years. Yeah. So. That's just a series of iteration until you get experimental, right? Which it did get like really weird, just fishbowl head well, guy. That's yeah, I almost wonder. So Chad, did you
2: did you draw him initially? Yes. Yeah. Were you? Don't take this the wrong way. Uh, smoking were, crack? Yeah. Were you were you high <laughs> at the time? Were you like, oh, it, it's a cup <laughs> for a head? Like, well, I'm just, I think I love this guy. Uh,
3: Cuphead and Mugman came from the tail end of the concept phase. Where we're like, none of these that we have work. Yeah. So then I'm like not burned out, but just, like, there's no more ideas left, so I'd be watching old cartoons and just, instead of looking at what they had on the characters, just looking in the background or Interesting. anything. Like, you know, there's a, oh, there's a palm tree in the background. Okay, here's a palm tree head character. Yeah. And there's, you know, and it just, we went into, like, it,
0: everything. It was, like, hammerization, Station. I don't remember why, at what time, that was, like, none of the classic formula of characters are standing out. Now, some of them would have been good, and we could have made a game with them, but I don't remember exactly the moment, but it was something that's like let's explore and I, get weird. Like, well, I think I,
3: I think it was just I had all these normal designs, yeah. And for a laugh, I threw in something like what an anvil for a head, and then you'd be like, "But you always this did is that too. this is the only anvil one that like looks cool out of this whole bunch." So I'm like, "Well, I'll go with that really right. odd idea and then just keep going," like at the same time researching cartoons, getting inspiration from that, but.
0: And like the I still find the I think it's Disney rule, don't quote me on that, but like the characters are only as strong as the silhouette. So huh. like you can put as many like little bells and whistles on something, but if the silhouette doesn't stand out, yeah. then your character doesn't have like that much to it. Like that will it will not be subconsciously recognizable simply and I remember the moment you randomly just had, like, drawn him, and you're like, check out these, like, next 80 pictures of stuff. And he was, like, a lot skinnier and spindlier in, like, small kind of briefs, but he had the cup for a head and the straw in it, and, like, it just instantly felt like there's something right there that's going to work out. Don't you find it a little weird that he
2: drinks his own, like, brain fluid, basically, to power up?
3: Weird in the best...
2: Oh yeah! Way, right. Yes. Like that's, that's no. It's not a complaint or a criticism. It's just I, I, I chuckled at that <laughs> the first time I
3: saw it. No, we really enjoyed that idea too. Just the, just the, every idea runs by the like. Let's push it to as crazy as it can be, but make sure it's authentic. And when we saw the the idea of drinking from the head, we're like, no. That's
2: so nasty. so it was so it was so so anvil head was where it sort of started think, to go. In well, the, that, in that's that that a loose
0: that's a loose term. Yeah, because I mean, it could have there been a cactus, cactus head. A, right. It could have been a fishbowl head. Yeah, there was just random drawings too. Like when he abandons a drawing, he usually just finishes up with something stupid. So he'll be like, this face isn't panning out, and then he's just like, I'm gonna attach two wheels coming out of its ears. Yeah. and a propeller on the top, and then I'll make him say. something dumb phrase (laughs) yes but like something within when we were already knowing that it wasn't an animal or a humanoid type of character that we made a decision to go like further into the depths but the weirder ones that stood out are like anvil head isn't what it is i don't remember if it's spaghetti plate head just cactus man something 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 stood out and we knew that was the path to be chasing that is awesome. Yeah. I love
2: that. Uh, so the getting serious, the quitting the day jobs, uh, who wh- – was it a very – was it a difficult decision to put the mortgage on the house and say we're, we're, we're pushing all our chips to the middle of the table here? No, we just – we talked
3: for two weeks about, like, if we're going to do this, let's do it, Were you married it, right? at that point?
2: Yes. Yes. Yep. So – uh, your wife, Maya, who's an artist and a producer on the game as well. Was, of uh, course, involved in this decision as well. Very much so. Yep. I want to ask you about her and her involvement <laughs> in, the, in the project soon. But, so she's, she's on board. She doesn't think that you're a maniac.
3: No, it's funny. Like her, like I talked to Jared first about the idea. I ran it by her, and she was like, yeah, I think that's
0: cool. Like, well, the other thing is it's still... A a step at a time. Like, if you said, if you said right from the beginning when we were like, we're committed to making a game, we're finishing this game, irregardless, let's put aside the money, let's kiss it goodbye, we had no like, but if it doesn't make the money, we're like, it's gone. So each stage where we're like, there is fans, you're like, there's support. Oh my god, when we showed it, like, the public feedback was amazing. And then, you're like, okay, it's doing well. And you're like, and there's fan art like well, well before oh, yeah. it released, that it was still incremental too. It wasn't from the initial, then all the way to what the final product would be. No. We were just like, so if we were willing to take this chance, we're like, what if we just took this much more? And we're like, yeah, why not? Then a year passes, and we're like, this game is so close to our dream scope that what if we actually made our dream scope? And then we're like, so, I don't think it was a long conversation. No, it was, it was. just like we're either all in or we're not. And, and yeah. then we went, "All
2: right. I mean, help help
0: me understand cuz I
2: I try to understand the business side of games. I think it's that's very interesting and it's very it's good for gamers to try and understand that when they can to to help sort of see the industry and how it works. Did you have a could you could you have called Microsoft and gotten the money from them, but you would have had to give up a piece of the game? So is that Is that why you decide to just, like, we're going to assume all the risk because we want to own this? I'm kind of curious about about that. I I don't even think we
3: had that discussion. We just, you know, we'd been putting everything we had into it to that point for the smaller game. They were just like, well, if we make the next step...
2: You just didn't see it any other way.
0: Well, I mean, I would say that anybody half in the industry would have some sort of assumption that there is some give and take between anything. I mean, they they
2: did... Oh my God! They the did big time. Yeah, right? they, I mean, they, they never, are amazing. It's never coming for those assets. It's not coming to other platforms.
3: Yes, it's a you, console you, exclusive. You've said on it a million Xbox, times, but yep.
2: people seem to not be quite clear on yes. that. <laughs> 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 so yes, it's unequivocally. it is not what, coming. It is what it is. Yep. But like, how about how about your parents? I mean, or have they? Uh, they they sound supportive. Like they, that, they've always been supportive when you decide when you tell them that you're you're starting a video game company what is your parents reaction i
3: think it's the way that the reason that we are so middle ground yeah, i can tell you guys are the, super even keel they their like the answer was like cool i don't even remember any <laughs> I, I don't think anything, i don't think the there's anything above that so you guys are doing that
0: yep okay that sounds like a worthwhile decision and while you're like, well, it's a good time and opportunity, and you're young enough, you take a chance, well, you can.
3: Well, and recently our dad kind of caught on to the whole, like,
0: oh, big they understand it's a yeah, thing Yeah, yeah, it's a big thing yeah. To, yeah, yeah. But before he, before it was even, like, he wouldn't have had a clue about anything in the video game industry, he wasn't like, wait a second, you haven't done research and you haven't no, planned. He was no. just like, this sounds like a good idea yeah. if you guys are... I think more,
3: more accepting on... If this is, like, something you guys love and you want to do,
0: that's yeah. cool.
2: Wow, that's... How great is that? No, it's the best I mean, thing how, in the world. That's incredible. How, that's... No wonder you guys are so well-adjusted. <laughs> it sounds like he had awesome... I don't, know about, I don't awesome know about well-adjusted, but uh, <laughs> we're calm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I wouldn't make so that claim when, either. Even when it gets to the mortgage time, they're not like, whoa, whoa, no, no. Don't, no. Don't be silly, guys. Because I think when our dad started his company, it was...
0: Yeah, it was the same thing. I didn't take a risk, he realized right? uh, you have yep. to put up so much money, and then right. if you wanted a chance to be like a slightly bigger operation, you're going to have to get a piece of land, put yep. a warehouse on it, and a something. Yep. Like he understood, all business starts with you putting your money. He, in he had built something, yes, from absolutely. the ground up himself, yep. and so this was just you guys doing the same
2: thing. Yeah, so yep. him, I don't this even, even just remember much a of a conversation
0: program. at all. It was just like. It was just basically telling him and yeah. saying, "This is what we're doing and planning, and we're really interested in doing this." And he was like, "Of course, and he, absolutely." Yeah, just Not pretty great. simple. We didn't have to like have a meeting later. He called one late night and was like, "I've been thinking because <laughs> when I looked on stats online, it, it, nothing came back." He was just like, right. "I'm so glad you guys are following what you're into. Yeah, well, so
3: great." Of course, everybody like from when we were younger, that our parents knew that we. Loved games
0: with the amount of time we yeah. spent gaming. They were <laughs> like, like, "Hope to God all this time yeah. has paid off for <laughs> something."
2: That's oh, I love that because I'm lucky. My parents were that way too. When I said I want to, I want to like write about video games, like write for a video game magazine. I went to journalism school, and they were never like, "That's ridiculous. Get a real job." So yes, it's it's, it's God. It's so well, I think you need that critic. support when you're younger yeah, you too, do, yeah. cause you because because you don't know yet. You yes. do know what the right thing is to do. So uh, did anyone? Friends, neighbors, even, I'm wondering, I don't know if you had to sort of, if anyone at the bank asks what you're doing. Did anyone in your life go, you're nuts? For sure. I I'm think, not yeah. going to
0: be naming names or something. Well, you can but if you want. I mean, it's, oh, you? <laughs> you're going <It's>... to get it. <laughs> but, no, there, of course, there were some people who were more leery and more like, like why don't you do more of something that's working within the industry now why don't you follow something a trend or something that's working because who knows and we didn't know either they're like who knows if like this cartoon idea who knows if people will like it just because you guys really like it they're like it's it's a lot of work to take on and for something that's not proven maybe go down a regular route or an It just didn't seem interesting. Like, if I'm going Mm -hmm. to, and I didn't expect it to be this long of a project, Yeah. but if I'm going to start a project, I want to be working on something I'm really interested and would be proud of when we're done. We talked about that when we started, too. Like,
3: if we're making a game, let's make sure we both love the game concept and love the visual uh, aspect of it, because we're going to be be looking at this all
0: the time, (laughs) so... I also think every kid has had the same thought from playing anything in the eight bit, sixteen bit era is you initially when you're young enough, you translate the visual into the character that you want it to be and you don't even see it as pixel art. Then when you grow up you have like a strong appreciation for pixel art. Definitely. But you always thought like video games are cartoons or why these universes are so similar that Mm -hmm. why wouldn't they cross over? So it it wasn't wasn't that like weird of a like groundbreaking. It was something that you Everybody always feels. Yeah. It's just when we tried it and then looked at it and went, oh, my God, if that was a game, if that was a game that you played, uh, it would be beautiful to us. Yeah. And then, sure, there's still, like, a few naysayers going, don't rock the boat. So those people in your life, have you
2: since mailed them a plush cuphead (laughs) and, like, a screenshot of the Steam sales (laughs) ranking with, like, a note that says, who's laughing now? (laughs) Love,
0: Jared and Chad. Uh, yeah. I, think I think it you would have add... to be it would have to be something far worse than <laughs> faltering like an idea or trying to be cuz I know it always comes no. from the angle of like they're trying to help make the right, right yes. choice.
2: They're just concerned for your
0: well-being really. So I'm spiteful from time to time <laughs> if somebody messes <laughs> right. but no but I if think not, it's just all But happening over time too place. a lot of
3: like a lot of people who are like oh this is risky or whatever you know as the more reception and things happen some people just turn to like.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, they absolutely risk lowers right yeah. as yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. the further along, all of a you know, sudden the get. idea that we're doing is cool again.
2: Yeah. Uh, so, what did you ever? It sounds like the answer is no, based on what I'm learning about you guys here. <laughs> but what if Cuphead hadn't done well? Was that even ever a consideration? I have
0: an imagination of it. Yeah. Yeah, Always reserve just a little bit of the money. Like save something on a credit card Yeah, so you can binge drink, try harder <laughs> drugs, something to wash the feeling away, and then like have nights of probably crying, but the next one's joyous because you still made a game that you love. So you sing songs that you don't even know the lyrics to, but you're drunk enough that you're like, this is me and I'm just like this band. And then get back to work and get back yeah. to work hard Double-time the construction until you've paid yourself back to a comfortable level, and then but it, accept it, it, it that... It was
3: never a real fear. Like, we thought, if somehow the game tanked when we originally started, we're like, it tanks, it tanks. We're st- well,
0: to an extent. I think for you, you're like, I've got a double income, and me and the wife, and we could approach this and that. I just had a slight... Like, I had no worry. I was like, I believe in this. I believe in the project. I believe in the response from the fans and the response from what people are saying and people who have hands-on experience. Like, it seems like there's no way you couldn't make your money back. Or break even. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it doesn't seem like a risk at all. But if it did magically go south, I think I would have been... Like I haven't depressed for a bit. Uh, I have a good enough attitude and ability to suffer through a few bad years that I'd be like, I'd bounce back. Well, and Live like, in a car for a bit. Saying, it sounds like, like your that. dad
2: would just be would your super supportive parents. Your dad would be like, "Come on back." Oh yeah. To work. Oh, absolutely. The yeah. work would is always there. Yeah. 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 God, that's so great. Uh, at what point do you start hearing from maybe like a? So I you sign with ID at Xbox, uh, Chris Charla and his team. Th- at what point does uh, Phil Spencer reach out? Because like, clearly, word of this game, there, there are certain games, like last year it was, it was inside, where it was just like, that's what type everybody uh, pays attention to, and you guys had come along before that, before ultimately releasing this year. Does, uh, do industry people start sort of reaching out with like, kind words or wanting to help in some way? Or well, At what point do you start gaining kind of the notoriety around the industry?
3: I think after 2015 E3, we definitely had a lot more, you know, publisher asks and, yeah. uh, you know, partnership things and ideas that were passed in front of us. But I don't, like, there's no real big, It just, after the 2015, it just kind of kept coming as a trickle. Like, you know, every month there'd be three or four emails from, you know. Somebody in the industry talking about, you know, we could do this with Cuphead, or maybe on your next project you could do this with our property, but nothing nothing huge stand out, just kind of ongoing stuff.
2: So, and that that brings me to the fact that Microsoft seemed to really leave you guys alone during development. Like, they did not meddle for for good or for bad. And I'm not saying, (laughs) (laughs) publisher's involvement's not always a bad thing, but... It seems like uh, they, they left you alone. So, what what was their role in the project? Well,
3: they I think they go into every project differently. And if we were a team that kind of needed some hands on, yeah. they would be there. But they just they kind of, they knew like just leave us alone. Even though you're first
2: time developers, they weren't like we know better than you. Microsoft Let's just send can in a producer, see
0: into your heart, see <laughs> who like the purest being that you are, and then after that, and you've been like accepted in, and they're like. I trust what you're up to i think it's the ID. yeah we always just had that relationship it no, was just simple conversations and they were like this is fantastic their id we team know is, you're working that's it. oh my god that's, that's the best. what it
3: is like their id team just they trust their intuition and that's kind of how they run that whole thing and that's why it's like amazing
2: yeah and, they're, and clearly their trust in you has has yeah. paid off
3: and for the most part microsoft is just like hey you guys keep doing what you're doing, and you know we'll arrange some events and stuff to happen. And
2: yeah, that was how many trade shows have you guys and events have you guys been to and shown the game at over the last four or five
0: years the, that we've personally been to, or the at? The been game out. has been at. Don't oh. don't remember. Like
2: I,
3: probably <laughs> probably four or five major a year, ones right? a year. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
2: That's, uh, that's, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's
3: a lot. Well, and especially when you know we there's always that little bit of can we get some you know. Assets ready for around this right. show
2: yeah guys like me hounding you for yeah. hey, we want to show your game can we get some new stuff? You know, yeah no, I'm busy <laughs> yeah. exactly <laughs> just working on the game. Uh, which one of you fell in love with animation first and this I want I want to get into where where this 1930s and sort of Steamboat Willie inspired animation
0: style came from
3: I think my first memory of enjoying cartoons is sitting beside you we were both enjoying them.
0: Yeah, I mean, like if I I don't remember any key moment that's any different. We just both seemed to love animation. Yeah. And as brothers, you would play video games, watch cartoons, yep. watch movies, and things together. I mean, if I had to go on a limb, I would just say, just due to the fact that he's older, he probably had an appreciation before or for it before me. Slightly before That'd be you, my but, guess.
3: Yeah. But we both we both grew up loving that, and for some odd chance there you know our parents had
0: it these, just was
3: like the stores exactly like we like silly symphonies was an easy thing to get and hey there this is justin bartha i made a funny new podcast king of the egg cream it has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like lewis black i'm torn by my
1: feelings for two women bobby cannavale you can eat it or if someone hits you you can put it on your cut And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream.
3: So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the
2: Egg Cream. Available wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Watch. So it just, it's happenstance that we love but What this were some era. of your
2: favorite uh, either cartoons or, or animated movies as kids?
3: As kids? Like, I think I know the skeleton dance. Like, the the classic Silly Symphonies was definitely like a... Yeah, that yeah, stands yeah. out in my mind as like I loved it when I was young I still love it but it was just it seemed so different like you'd you'd watch a cartoon from the era we were born in and it would have this plot and a story and you know some things happen and people talk and then you watch the skeleton dance and it's skeleton's dancing around and that's the whole idea of the story so we
0: were yeah, drawn I'm, to that weirdness yeah I'm gonna say it's something it must be like the strange and the macabre just a bit yep. because I'm also like a big horror show person So I'm like, maybe that was just always there that we're like, these cartoons are good, but these old ones are just weird. Like, they just always have, like, just a hint of a nightmare. It's still, like, really fun, but there's something about it that's, like, a little spookier. And (laughs) that must have been what stuck, because we could have been watching other things, and when you have enough bargain bin VHS tapes, we could have chose anything. Or we could have turned the TV on and been like... Yay! This is coming back on, but we're like, let's watch this collection again. Yeah. I don't know why. So
2: when you, you you land on Cuphead, it has the decision already been made at this point that it's going to be entirely hand drawn, old school, or did it did, did Cuphead start as like a polygonal, textured, you know, kind of more, more traditional, <laughs> well, traditionally animated video game? When we're doing pre production,
3: very part time, you know, once yeah. once a week. Yeah. We started, and Cuphead didn't exist, so we were trying to find first the style of game before we design a character, right? Because I think I really believe that, like, you can't really design a character and then go choose a style. Shoehorn it, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Because now you have to redesign the character anyways. So we just went through a whole list of different ideas, you know, using marker, using water, maybe watercolor on every frame of animation. And back then, we were thinking, you know, it's going to animate very. Rigidly. It's not going to be drawn at 24 frames a second. So we could experiment more. We tried a bunch of stuff. And as a joke, we always said, what if we made it look like an old cartoon? And I'd never animated. Of course, Jared <laughs> can't animate. No, I can't. So I we kind of, we always pushed that one off to the side. Even yeah. though we made some screenshots and concept art, and we're like, it's cool. But who, how are we going to get that done? So we kind of kept it going down the path and it, we always came back to like, the, this looks way better than any of these other things. And we, when we showed our peers and friends and they said like this is the only thing you should work on like this style is amazing then I was like, well,
2: I'll just teach myself animation. And we'll jump in <laughs> So then because you were you were telling me off air earlier so at one point your wife Maya sits down and and basically just like nails it Well yeah we were so the game is hand drawn
3: yes hand inked and the backgrounds are all watercolor right. So initially, I thought, oh, I could I could handle this all. <laughs> yeah. I'll do everything, including, you know, every step of the way. And I was inking at that time, and I think it was even maybe finishing something for E3, and Maya came in and was like, like, she loves calligraphy when she was growing up and, you know, loves doodling and all that kind of stuff. She was like, I, would, I should try this. Like, I think like, this looks fun. I would love to do it. And I was like, sure, maybe you could help out. So she, her first test defeated any of my art skill in uh, inking, so... We just said from that day on, nope, you're leading the entire inking team by yourself. So she did all this. She so she like does all the inking. All the inking. All the yeah. final art is, yeah. ninety-eight percent Maya's
2: work. With no does she have formal training? Nope. Zero formal training.
0: Well she's just good at everything. Like she might be <laughs> the most talented person. I would say if any company was gonna poach somebody at random don't just just no not no, no, just don't, reach don't. Out, offer her enough money. It doesn't matter what the job is, I guarantee she will be better than most people at it in a short period of time. Wow.
2: So, uh what what was her day job? Because I was so she cuz she went full time with with MDHR as well, right? Join yes. the band, join the family.
3: Yeah, so she was in the banking industry before in the IT sector.
2: Yeah. And doing
3: actually doing Microsoft. You guys are like stuff.
2: superheroes. You realize that? Where you have your like I, day job, secret I, Clark Kent out of identities, and then it was like there's like the, this Justice League, uh, you know. Well, her story's a little funny. Avengers so she, type thing. She
3: was super busy while she was in the financial industry. Yeah. And then we had our first daughter, and she was on mat leave staying at home because Canada lets you have lots of months to stay at home, of course. <laughs> And it was during that mat leave where she was like, hey, let me attempt this. And yeah. she continued on during her mat leave to keep inking. And then when it came up and the bank was like, hey, you're coming back to work? It was like, nope. Wow.
2: <laughs> that is cool. No, it's really cool. That is an amazing story. Um, what? Uh, while we're on the subject of our – I'm sure there are some husband and wife develop, developer teams uh, and you – know, couples that work on games together out there, but I, I don't, we don't hear about them. I mean, it's, uh, and it's a fascinating topic to me because game development has been such a, well, number one, a rather male-dominated industry sure. by and large, and and one where, uh, I mean, it's working, I always think it's interesting any family that works together, so they're, they're there, you know, they're working together all day, and they've got the home life. Yes. So with game development, which of course involves a lot of long hours and long years, to get a project done, <laughs> uh, how how is it working with your spouse? Is it is it tough to sort of draw the line between? Okay, well we're work time's over. It's because you know she she's a, your a lead designer. Is that the Jared's the, lead designer? Jared, Jared's lead designer. C- creative director. Creative director. Okay, yes. so you are. Technically, the boss. Uh, I mean, is it you've sort of have the final word on things? Yeah, tech, like the, I have the final look of like. But yes. she's a producer as well as. Yes. So you know, is it? Are is there ever any sort of butting of head well, on, the de- yeah.
3: on, on the producer side of things? There's no, there's a little more than Maya's the boss. at yeah. That time, right? Yeah. But we're we're really like we're ultimate best friends. So like it, it was seamless. It worked so easily. I think the the difficult part that didn't really take it like it took a toll but not you know nothing crazy was that it was hard to separate work and life because it it just kept going like the game's not going to finish itself so after supper is over and the kids are in bed well let's go back into the office and continue (laughs) working till we're tired
2: i mean i hope i'm not overstepping my bounds by asking this but but do you need are there times during the cuphead project where you need to just have like a Okay, we're we're gonna we've got the sitter, we're gonna go on a date, no cuphead talk. Like uh, are there sort of times where you just have to step away together and have have your own time without yes. the game involved? And we didn't there wasn't
3: so much time that we could be doing that enough. And especially near the end of the project, there was none. Yeah. But yeah, we definitely needed that alone time to like not talk about anything but just regular life stuff. Right. And we were talking about this last night too. It feels really weird. It's hard when you're in the the space of, like, really wrapping up a game. The social aspect of life feels weird again. Like, even, like... Yeah, if you haven't had
0: it in... Yeah, you're working on this
3: project so long... (laughs) and strange. You're having supper, and you're still talking about Cuphead, and what's our next step, and what's the decision on this? Then you go out for this date, and your brain's like, oh, we're we're supposed to talk about other things now. You know, like, it's... It was definitely, like, a a challenge, but...
2: And, uh, is... (laughs) So you, I believe you told me your, your daughter's four. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, she's turning four. So, so yeah. has has literally grown up <laughs> during the Cuphead project. It is growing. Is is uh, does does your daughter know Cuphead and Mugman of course. by name and all? Of course. Like, is it just like part of her daily life? Like, there, there. I don't know if there's art around the house on the walls. Oh, or... she has a Cuphead blanket. for, <laughs> <and> blanket <laughs> for so great. Sleeping. Sleep with a, a Cuphead plushie, maybe. Yeah, she's a little more like princess uh, doll
3: still. Sure, so those kind of sit by yeah. the side. But yeah, no, she definitely knows. Like, even mistaken some things if somebody's looking at a even a newer cartoon, she might be like, "Is that Cuphead?" But yeah, she knows it
2: for sure. Is uh, is. Working on a video game together, the ultimate test of a marriage <laughs> like, like, it, it with, might is, be
3: yeah when you're working like six feet away from each other the yeah. entire time. Yeah it's, it, it didn't test us because again, we're best friends, but I think it's a, it would be a good litmus
2: test for yeah, That's for awesome a lot of marriages. Uh, so do you guys now like is there any student, is there a thought now that you've because you, you all work separately? Independently, so yes. you're sort of scattered around. Is there a thought now that, like, hey, well, this this worked to uh, getting a, a proper studio space and and all, you know,
0: working together in a sp- in. We a haven't had like much time to breathe or think about anything in life, and then everything that is in life that you push off. One hundred percent for like the last eight months <laughs> right. is all sitting there. So when you're done, you're like, "All right, now I gotta complete all of this other stuff that I didn't do." Yeah. That yeah. No, we don't have any concrete plans or things. No,
3: we barely have even talked about like, what are we doing in the next two weeks?
2: Like, right <laughs> but that's probably good, right? That feels that feel good, where you don't have to. You don't have that, that next milestone to hit? Yeah,
3: but internally, we're like, the next milestone is we have to like plan where we're going from here. Yeah. So it's kind of like a
2: always knock the head. Yeah, on the head's the still cycling. Yeah. For sure. uh, so uh, we touched on this a little bit, but uh, the, first, the public's first reaction when it starts to pick up, and then you mentioned specifically E3 2015 with the 3 million. Video, <laughs> you, you, just on, by the way, that's just the Xbox. YouTube channel. That's that's excluding your YouTube channel, our YouTube channel, everyone's YouTube channel, (laughs) which is insane. Uh, Was there a point after that, after that trailer in E three twenty fifteen, where where anything sort of sunk in, or it became like way more real, or or any sort of change in your your
0: thinking or awareness of the public's perception of the game? I don't know. I also think like I'm a person. Like, I'm a different breed, I believe. <laughs> so certain things, like our first E3, when we were done, I was like, that was fantastic. That was really exciting and fun. I want to go somewhere, have a drink. And people are like, have you checked out things? Have you seen what's on Twitter? Have you looked at this? Do you even know what the videos are saying? And I was like, it, nah. <laughs> ah. Yeah. We'll get to that in a day or two or a week. Right. No and hot takes for Jared Moldenhauer.
3: No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I I think we just took it in over time. Yeah, And, like, again, both being, like, here and never here, we're just like, hey, this is really cool. Like, it's, like, inside we're super excited, but on the outside it's just like, this is awesome. Like, everything, like, this is better than we ever could have imagined. Like, it's allowing us to now have the conversation of bringing back our dream scope and a bunch of other things.
0: Absolutely. I think that also, like, chipping away at it, like, Maybe, maybe I don't daydream enough that, like, in the instant I'm not like, holy, depends on how this goes, and I better find out all the information right now so we can go back to the hotel and start making plans for the business. It was just like, I will find out, we'll pay attention. There's gonna be a lot of stuff said over the next few weeks, so when there's time, we're gonna look at it, and then based on that, we can have a talk or a conversation. But I think because you take it in little chunks, eventually by the time we sit down, and we were, yeah, then we're like, the reception's well. Yep. And every time it just felt like the same conversation. Like, so do you think it's worth putting in this much more? And we're like, yep. <laughs> hey, so you want to go back and watch that movie tonight? Yep. Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so what was, uh, what was the original version of the game? Like, what was, your, what was the thing you intended to ship originally? Now that we have the game, and now I know what it is, was there, what was the It was
0: always like... Thing? I wouldn't have numbers, but it was always within what our original budget was. So it was smaller. An easy way to say it or would be like. Unless you're talking like,
2: about the dream scope. No, I'm talking about like when. You, what did we reduce before, it to? Yeah, no. Before you spun it up to what shipped.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was it going to be? The. It would be around, but we were always planning to do like with the money we put in and the time we have that we'd be willing to work on adding more things at that point. But it was going to be like around that. Eight bosses okay. and kind of yeah. like a little final area. Yeah. But I mean, if all things were going well, it could have been 10, 10 or plus uh, yeah. okay. something. Like that was the initial. And I think our, ishi-
3: our initial plan was no overworld, just yeah, yeah, yeah. a really bit, like, select screen right. where you, almost like a fighting game where you just choose the battles.
2: And then famously, the, the, the run and gun sections came in later. Yes.
3: That was in our original dream scope of let's make a boss heavy game and we'll kind of pepper these like run and gun levels in but of course we were looked at it and said there's no way in hell we're ever going to do this <laughs> so let's do a little simple eight boss game and focus on the bosses
2: so uh you guys kind of flip the script because old school games you know your contras were the opposite it was all the, it was a bunch of run and gun levels and then a boss yeah you guys have a bunch of boss levels <laughs> and then well all right have a break with a run and gun level
3: I think we we always thought the the idea was so fun to make a game that felt like every boss was the final boss of a game you played as a kid. Yeah.
0: And that's, that's what we were shooting for. Yeah, it was making the bosses more like a level. Like, if everything is attached to a level, like, even if you say it's pretty short, it takes into a part, like, how hard you can make a boss. Or, like, how many patterns you could expect a person to play through, because you don't want the time to keep extending. Right. So, it was exciting to be like, what if everything was like a final (laughs) boss? Like, had two to three to four forms, and we could make that the core basis yeah. of the game and we're like that sounds like a really fun concept yeah. a lot of developers and
2: publishers now are you know focus testing is huge in the games industry cuz you you know you want to sell as many copies as possible get as many people playing how how was difficulty tuning handled did you, was it just you guys or do, do you bring in some people to to help kind of get an an idea of like is this too we- hard is this too easy cuz for a while your game was go- attending all these trade shows and just punishing us media folks.
0: <laughs> so what, like, what, the, how did that process go? Well, obviously, we didn't have money for focus groups. Well, yeah. so <laughs> large... Microsoft does.
3: <laughs> True, but I don't yeah. think they would have ever...
0: Also, <laughs> the other thing is, like, we from the beginning, we are like, we want this to be a game that we would really like to look yes. at, we would really like yeah. to play. And more of an homage to the older era, too, which means the difficulty has to be somewhat challenging. Um, And once we were determined on that, we definitely took, uh, like, watch people play, see where capabilities lie, if something's maybe a little too hard. So lots of the festivals and seeing fans play definitely helped. But, uh, like, I have... Or we have, like, a core group of gamers between us. So I could invite over, like a group of people I used to play Street Fighter with or some people that I'd always see at the arcade or a few friends that are like do like some speed running or something and then also test with people who never play games and partway through or part of it was like trying to adjust something down to a person who's never played a game was to me no longer fun and since the the core design was already done by a certain point like the intention would have had to be there for it to play well knowing how much easier you were going to make it so with the intention fully and lots of ideas being concepted and done it it wouldn't have been too practical to try to reverse it at that point right, to yeah. match the audience that like may or may not do it yeah. yeah i also personally believe like the the idea of difficulty is like just a loose concept it's every gamer has a different line for what that is, yet every gamer gets some sense of satisfaction of overcoming something, yes, so there's a whole broad spectrum of gamers, and to to get that feeling for like a, or people like us or our friends group it needs it needs to match sort of the way we had it, yeah. which was why we're like, if we're still having fun, and we've been working on this long enough, and if I still don't like hate the hell out of this boss, <laughs> if I can actually play it and be like, all right, I'm like, it must, it must be decent for people like us. Well,
3: and we kept some of our really good gamer friends in the dark on purpose, because <laughs> we could work on the game and do everything, and then we could have them come in fresh, yeah. and we knew they were amazing gamers, so just seeing them take a pass at the game and going, oh... That one thing is like, for mm, because they didn't mm. know it was there, and we've been playing long enough, and think, "Oh, this part's really easy." That one thing is nearly impossible for like a you know
0: yeah super well, b- gamer. believer. Is, at some point, the genie was like two times as hard, <laughs> two point <laughs> five times as hard. <laughs> uh, I can sweat that
2: one already. <laughs> so, is that the is, is that the secret to good art? Is is make just making something that. That you think is good, and not worrying about what everybody else thinks, and that, to, an, to an extent, to, I think that is our our mission.
3: Is we just the entire time, as long as we love it,
0: like that's the is, end there, goal. is there
2: too much too much of that focus testing? Let's make sure everybody is happy, kind of thing going well, on. This it industry? depends
0: because there's there's so many types of gamers and so many types of people yeah. that like you need a diverse swath of games, so. Maybe something that is focused, tested to perfection actually is what a large portion of people want. Yeah. So I would just say the most diversity that you can possibly have within the industry is the most interesting way of approaching it. Yeah. Like same thing would go, in my opinion, for things like movies and other arts is you can never really argue with having diversity. It's, it would be like saying, sure. I only like elite cinema so... <laughs> I think all blockbusters should never exist again because lots of them are focus tested or rely heavily on the name as known. And I'm like, but there's, there's sort of something enjoyable yeah. from them. You don't, yeah. you don't eliminate all things. You, you expand upon and allow more people to make more interesting things because there's always somebody who enjoys it. Yeah. Can you tell that to a lot of gamers? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think the uh, gaming, yeah. gaming community suffers from that kind of attitude a little bit. <laughs> but, uh, so, all right, the game's done, it comes out. How did you guys feel when the review... You're so even keel. Are you moved at all when these big-time, awesome reviews start coming in?
3: Yeah, I definitely will. Yeah? Oh, for sure. Because yeah, like originally when we were talking, we were like, you know, our... our the reviews in our mind were like in that low seventies, you know, range. Yeah.
0: yeah, I was like, I think we, I, th- I was thinking we could hit it like a eighty, maybe like, like a that, little that would be above. our high end yeah. because high it's a retro game. Yeah. Uh, I totally accept and take on the fact that it's a little bit challenging, and I was like, that that's probably going to turn off some people, and that's yes. totally fine. Sure. So I was like, if we hit that eighties, it's going to be exciting. So mm. when the first bunch came in it was definitely like oh my
3: god yeah like what the hell happened oh okay and just like how like just it feels at least to us because we work in a bubble that the industry doesn't really enjoy like an older retro challenging game to the scope that you know cuphead came out and reached
2: but seeing this is just like my god (laughs) how about how does what's is is there a a feeling is there a celebration when you get the word that it's sold that millionth copy in that first week or so
3: the millionth copy is like not you, you've as gone
2: platinum yes
3: like that number and that goal wasn't in our hearts as if we hit that we're happy seeing how the game sold from day one and kept creeping up was definitely way more of like, where the hell is this coming out of? So again, it's just baby steps. When it builds up to the million, this initial part, watching this initial part was way more exciting. Yeah, And then of course, reaching that milestone is like a...
0: Oh yeah, it's an amazing opportunity (laughs) and it feels like Thanks to all the fans. Thanks to all the critics. Thanks to all the everything yeah. for supporting it, for giving us a chance to move on and make another game. And yeah, it's yep, definitely like, well, and, amazing. Like, but I also didn't, like you said, it didn't feel like I was like, "It's when it hits a million, <laughs> I've got a bottle of scotch I'm gonna crack." <laughs> I was like, "When that first speed run comes out, I'm gonna sit down and crack a bottle of scotch." Yes, but yeah, it's still. It's right. it's still way over my head, and I also think from like being stuck in a bubble, we're stuck in a bare room for a long enough period of time that maybe it'll hit me later too. That my expectations were like, we'll never lifetime hit a million. Yeah. So now that it did, that was my um, next question. So it's I'm not going to ask you whatever your expectations were, but it was it was not a million. No, I didn't you, think you were, no, I
2: didn't. this has exceeded the expectation. Yeah, by yes. far. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
3: And, I mean, it's really cemented and it's reassured us that there is room for these 2D, like, games that we love plus traditional media and traditional yeah. animation. Like, that in itself is, like, the biggest cool thing.
0: Well, I think. And I think it is, like, that's an amazing feeling to be, like, we were a part of something that you could say, like, difficulty is too much of an issue and... You still kind of roll with it, or that 2D is not dead, but like 2D isn't something to necessarily follow. And to to realize how many people support it, and realize how many people are willing to. Like mm-hmm. the amount of people I've met or seen that were like, I can't play games like this, and they were like, but I played it, and like the soundtrack drove me forward, and each next thing was such a treat that they're like, you know what? By the end of like a week, they're like the the first parts all kind of feel a little easy, and I'm like, <laughs> you learned, you learned. Like that's the best feeling to think that people took something that we're like we really like. I doubt everybody will like yes. this as much as we appreciate it, but then to find out that a lot of people do, and then a lot of people were actually willing to take this chance and embrace it, and I'm like, that's an amazing.
3: No, thing. yeah, it's definitely like
0: beautiful.
2: When uh, when when the game comes out, reviews are coming in, sales numbers are piling up. Do you get, does a, does a Phil Spencer or any other, like, sort of industry people sort of call, reach out, con- congratulate you, or have any sort of comment on, on the game?
3: Well, I think a week later, we got, like, a, hey, we have to jump on this call from Microsoft. Make sure you're both on it. It's pretty important. We're like, okay. Now, that day was, like, the first time I could take a break, so I was going to head off and go water skiing. But yeah. we jump on the call, and it's like, hey, Phil Spencer's on the line. and Yeah, we got a congrats. And That's awesome. It's awesome that you guys,
2: like, yeah, followed talk. your
3: dream, and, like, it, you know, ended up like this. So it was really
2: cool. That's so great. Yeah. Uh, so I think that this game, given what is in it, you know, you've talked about the scope, the dream scope, and how it, it started smaller and ended up, you know, all well, the run-and-gun levels and everything that's in the game, I think it could have done just as well at 30 or e- even $40 maybe. Is there, <laughs> the, co- the content's there. So, I mean, are, be honest, are you guys wishing that maybe you'd charged a little bit more for it? No, a million no, no. copies later? No, no,
0: the, no, 100% was committed to the price. There were some people being like, why don't you at least twenty-four ninety-nine dollars or why don't you 29 dollars like yeah. maybe consider things and i just feel like like we both 1999 that. has like a lot of strong suits like it's it's a good indie price like it seems like a fair indie price it's also in my mind this is like marketing-speak thought, but I'm like, it's an impulse purchase price. Yes, Because that's there are some people who, you would look past $30 and then wait for the sale, but if things pass, you go, well, I'm not going to do it. Or just somebody who goes, like, I would support something like this because I enjoy animation, yep. but I'm not sure if I'd enjoy the game. I wouldn't blame them for not wanting to buy it at $39.99, but I can see more people being like, $20 is a reasonable...
3: And we and we got a lot of people like that just over the years, yeah. like emailing us or meeting them at places when we went out to show the game. Like, you know, I, I love animation or, you know, I just really love art and what you guys are doing. I have no interest in video games at all, hmm. but I really want to buy this game. So they're almost treating it like an art book yeah. instead of, like, buying a game. That's flattering, so,
2: right? No, it's oh, absolutely.
3: So this $20 price, like, in our minds felt like it's just fair across the board. Like you get a, you get a cool game, or you're just picking it up because you really like the art or the music, which is like Maybe there's a
0: 4.99 or 4.99 apology to anybody who's like too difficult. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're like, well, you didn't. It wasn't 24.99 <laughs> difficulty <laughs> discount.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, is it safe to say that the 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 house is no longer in in jeopardy that the the mortgage yes, will no, be I think, paid it's, back, it's, I think be it's safe fine. to say it, it
0: will be paid back, <laughs> and some property tax might. Property be paid tax back. is still sitting there. It's like, how do you make money? And then you're like, you can make some money if you don't pay things that you owe. <laughs> so there's still a bunch of things sitting that yeah. I really need to pay. Well, and that. credit
3: cards that rack up over time to live. So. Uh, but you don't
0: have to pay them necessarily <laughs> once they're <maxed.
3: laughs>
2: you, you also don't have to live in your house. You could live in, uh, in government housing. Some people <laughs> yes. call it jail. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> um what uh, what lessons have you guys learned that that might help make the process smoother for the for the next game?
3: Well, I think one of the main processes of going into the next game, if we're planning a scope, a certain size, and committing to it, will be like proper planning because this game has just been small steps. Let's do this small chunk, yeah, and then you work on that small chunk with no real intention of bringing some of the dream scope in. So there's some learning lessons, like as we're going, we realize, okay, listen, if we're going to do overworlds, let's let's not design them right now because we're not quite sure how much of our dream scope we're going to pull in. Right. And I still don't know how we pulled off like 99.9% of our dream scope being in this game, but it <laughs> turns out we did.
0: Yeah. No, that I don't know. I was gonna be honest. i slightly zoned out, and I'm like, "He's carrying this. He's got one. this. That is the absolute he's got truth."
2: Yeah. Well, uh, is do you is it okay if it takes four or five years again, or is that is that part of it that you guys would like to try and? Well, cut down on a little bit.
3: I think that's more of a. This is the next step in our process of like let's figure out what we want to do first, yeah. and then
0: probably easy at this point to turn one out yearly. Yes, of at, course. like a committed date yearly. <laughs> probably <laughs> like a would be yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. easy because it's cu- just you just cu- have to animate it. It <laughs> should be we should be able to like speed it up like yeah this. you know cu-
2: Cuphead 2K19 mm, yeah coming, coming on October <laughs> <Yeah>. 7th. <laughs> um, has, uh, has anyone come to you about doing an actual cuphead animated series? Has, has, is there interest in the IP from outside the video game industry?
3: I think there's some
2: general noise. There's no real
0: Yeah, there's things. nothing that we're specifically talking to or doing currently.:
2: I mean, I feel like a, a Netflix needs to come to your house and, and pay you.: that a bunch would be of money really cool. and, and do a 12-episode a
0: run. Hey, if Netflix wants to, if Disney wants to say, can we make a fully animated, full-feature film? Like, I'm open to ideas. (laughs) If they want to, let's make it happen.
2: Well, now that... So, you guys own the IP outright, I presume. Yep, 100%. Now that the game's a giant success, that's got to feel really good, right? Like, you made a thing, and you totally own it. And there's no one that can... F with it.
0: Yeah, You're the only yeah. one. Any moment, we can just burn it all and bury look, it, look, and it yeah, never comes Joker back. the Joker
2: with the pile of money where he's mm-hmm. like, I'm only burning my half. You know, <laughs> yeah. that's, that's, you guys, that,
0: that's you.
3: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> no, that does feel awesome. I think it's the better feeling is looking back on this and looking at the, like, the success and the reviews and all of this and knowing that, hey, this we created this cuz sometimes we don't pull ourselves out of the project enough to look at it yeah. so if, it almost feels like even when i see this i'm like oh yeah this is somebody else's game but <laughs> it's ours and like the you know the team came together and we made this amazing
2: game and it, yeah so i feel like uh, the merch game needs stepping up now guys we got the ip is awesome the characters are great we need more plushies we need more t-shirts uh, app store emoji packs well, the, Let's yeah, go. yeah
3: that that the that side of marketing is kind of ramping up
0: yeah and, you know yeah, you need to finish a game first <laughs> before you have like the chance to like approach all the possible avenues so yeah we'll be we'll be on it
2: things yeah. will be happening be, I, I definitely want to I'm gonna get a cuphead plushie it's the second that that exists those, those need to happen and they will happen they will happen yep I can't wait uh, so Finally, I, I have to ask, since you've been <laughs> kind enough to come all this way, and now I have you on camera and there's nothing you can do about it. What is next? I'm going to guess, you've already alluded to it, you're not, not going back to those old jobs.
0: The game oh, thing's working. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe we're going to go back. To the maybe that, just to like have a nice balance, to yeah? really be <laughs> like, okay, that was game Maybe the next five years we pour concrete. Oh yeah, that's not a bad. idea. And plan. also, good ideas came while pouring concrete, so maybe it right. just goes maybe
3: you needed hand that.
0: And but right. no, no we need to. Uh, well,
3: no, our our, <laughs> our, our real. Like the real thing is yeah. now that with the success of Cuphead, we're going to make games, and like yes. we want to keep making. And that's games. That's what I want to hear. So that like that's the plan. Yeah. We're going to keep making games. What that is when that happens, this is stuff that we haven't even really. Did we? Talking. haven't had a lot so, of
0: time to like sit down <laughs> and make plans. Well, two two sub questions off of that thread would be.
2: And I, you know, I'm not. I'm not expecting you to announce your next game right here. Although you're very welcome to. Mm-hmm. Well, I just remind you, world IGN's exclusive. Been, IGN's been very kind to you over <laughs> yeah. the last number of years. Yeah, you could definitely sure. announce it here. But um, will you be sticking to hand drawn animation, or is there some other passion?
0: with game making that you would like to pursue I think it would be a shame like that is a large part of it is like the love of 2D animation and the idea of like being a company that actually allows like so many talented people out there don't have the opportunity to to use their talents in any which way and most of the companies and avenues that you used to are have switched to 3D and times do change but I I want to always be a part of that yeah and uh, yeah you like, add something.
3: Yeah, like, we, we, we love animation. We love, like, our the whole idea as we grew up, 16-bit generation, the 32-bit generation came out, we saw, like, you know, higher quality 2D, and then it just faded away. And there's still, don't get me wrong, there's still amazing 2D games being made, but the mainstream 2D died. So it never, the AAA studios never pushed this anywhere. So the fact that we can do something that looks like a cartoon is just the best thing ever so we we're going to make sure we could continue down this traditionally classical animation traditional we media
0: also have a team of like amazing amazing talented people it would yeah. be weird to be like <laughs> Thanks. That was amazing, but we're going 3D. Don't need any of you. Don't care what happens to
2: you. Bye. Well, you that's... better hope that, like, Maya doesn't break her wrist in, like, oh, a, yeah. in a water skiing accident or something if, if you're going to stick down the path. Well, I just heard today on lunch that she fell down the stairs and hurt her arm. Oh, so. no. That's, that's good. I hope she's okay. No, I think
3: no, she yeah, is. Yeah, she is. Like,
0: we wouldn't have shared that if know, it that's... was like, and she's in her
2: grave. No. 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 <laughs> uh, okay, so then the, the other question question off of that thread would be you did cuphead is a success the character characters are cool mm-hmm. we've got the merch coming uh, everybody loves the game and the ip so is are are you done with cuphead or do you need a break from cuphead like is is this, is it sort of a one and done like all right well we did that let's do a new thing or or might might we see these two fine young Ooh. men again
0: well, i guaranteed you'll see Cuphead at some point. Yeah. At some point. yeah. But as far as, like, what are plans, what are we distinctly doing next, uh, there's been zero time to yeah. really we've, we've, breathe or think. We might have had two 30-minute
3: chats about the yeah.
2: future. Because I could see how you might either be like, all right, well, let's keep this thing rolling. Let's get let's, Cuphead 2, let's roll. Or you could be like, uh, we've been drawing this guy for four years. Let's take a break and do something else, and come back to him later.
0: Yeah. I did promise a long time ago, <laughs> Cuphead Horse Racer Two, in <laughs> yeah. an interview. So, yeah. Got and, you, and, and you were that.
3: definitely being like real and true about that. <laughs> so maybe we have to live. Are clearly
2: to that. not a sarcastic person <laughs> at, <laughs> all, no. at all, Jared. At all. But seriously, guys, it is. This has been a supreme pleasure for me to speak to both of you it's been a long time coming yeah. i've been knocking on your door uh for a long long time yes. trying to get you in here to to talk through your story because i uh i think it's it's a it's a wonderful fascinating story of of uh, you know it sounds cheesy but of following your dreams and you That's guys exactly did it. what you it followed is. it and you put in the work and you had the support of your of your family and uh, uh it's just i just congratulate you guys and i, I thank you for Cubhead this is my, it's my favorite Xbox game this year. Oh, thank you uh, so much. And and I would not at all be surprised if you will be needing to uh, build a trophy case in the ha- I'm not not even joking. <laughs> make a, a lot of space for some trophies whether it's, you know, best art direction, all these, you know, IGN and all of, all these places we're going to be doing our game of the year awards soon. And uh, keep keep some shelf space handy. <laughs> Unless think, you're so old, thank space. you. So, thank you both so much. Chad Moldenhauer, Jared Moldenhauer. Uh, this has been IG Unfiltered again, where I get to sit down with the best, Bryce, best brightest, most fascinating <laughs> minds in the games industry each and every month. So check us out on YouTube, also on your favorite podcast service too. I know this is an hour plus of this face right here uh, is not maybe the best idea. So audio yes, yes. could be the way to go. However you, you check this out, I do appreciate you checking out this show. Uh, so I'll be back next month. Chad, Jared, thank you so much and for much more. Keep it tuned right here to IGN.
1: Are you thinking about getting into Dungeons & Dragons? Maybe you're looking to expand your horizons as a DM or a player. If that's the case, then it's time for you to check out the Dungeon Cast, the best D&D podcast out there that helps you passively learn all about the game just by listening. Join co-hosts Will and Brian as they break down the lore of a rich multiverse 50 years in the making in a lighthearted and beginner-friendly way. They cover everything from character creation options to tips for Dungeon Masters. There's something for everyone, no matter how long you've been playing TTRPGs. Get inspired while learning all about the unique planes of existence. Get the in-depth knowledge you need to help your combat encounters feel impactful, or learn about the origins and pantheons of every race and class the game offers. No stone is left unturned as every edition of the game is explored and explained in a way that benefits players of all different levels of experience. You can expand your TTRPG horizons in a way that's as entertaining as it is educational just by listening. All you have to do is go to your favorite podcast app or YouTube and search for The Dungeon Cast.